This is the Timothy Project podcast, which exists to encourage and equip uh, pastors and missionaries and ministry leaders of all types. And so we're so thankful uh, that today we have another opportunity to talk with a couple guys um, I specifically about student ministry. We want to think about that a little bit. And so with me today, we have Ford Rigney and Nathan Lucas. Ford is the uh, student minister here at Colonial Heights, and Nathan is our middle school resident. So Ford is responsible for everybody from 6th through 12th grade, uh, but as a resident, kind of a different position, uh, Nathan is both in seminary being trained, but also kind of has this targeted uh, responsibility of 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. Uh, I've got one currently in 7th grade and two coming up into the sixth grade. So uh, for a little bit, you'll have three of mine that y'all are responsible for. And super There's no pressure there. Whatsoever. No pressure, yeah. You know, the pastor's kids are in student <laughs> ministry. He won't be hounding this at all. At all, yeah. at all. No, no. Um, but uh, when I think about student ministry, I think about three particular different categories. And so we're going to spend the next three episodes thinking about each one of those. The first is the students themselves. And then Mm -hmm. their parents, and then the leaders. So like volunteers, uh, life group, Sunday school teachers, whatever. Um, And so kind of thinking about each one of those areas, I want to dive into today what it looks like to disciple, think, think discipleship, think teach students, and what about that is particularly different than... Uh, what we do with adults, um, or maybe even what we do with children, because they, they again they fit. Adolescence is different mm-hmm. than than just being a kid, and it's different than uh, being an adult who makes all their own decisions and all that kind of stuff. So when we think about discipleship, or even the specific of teaching them, uh, kind of speak into what that looks like for you guys, and then um, Nathan, as you're thinking about that, help us think through. What what might even be more particular, but difference for both of you guys between kind of that middle school and high school age? So, kind of floors open. What what when you think about teaching or discipling students, what comes to mind first? Yeah. So when you're talking about teaching students, um, I think the first and most important thing is building that relationship with the student. Um, because if you don't have a relationship with a student, they're not going to listen to anything that you say. Um, in my experience uh, of being a student pastor, um, I like being relational. And that's kind of one of my things. I enjoy going to things and being involved in their lives. And so I feel like as a student pastor, that that is a very important thing for you to do so that they know that you care about them. Because if you just go up and teach on a Wednesday night and don't do anything with them the rest of the week, they're not going to know yeah, you. They're sure. not going to know your heart. They're not going to know, you know, who you are as a person and then respect you to listen to you. Sure. So students really kind of see through that. Um, a lot of times a little bit better than adults. Um, and so when you're thinking about teaching students, first and foremost, it's building that relationship. 
Um, and, you know, we, we have a good number of students here. And so we can't do that with literally everybody. Mm-hmm. And so that's where teachers come involved, volunteers come involved to like go to games and they're small group teachers and they're discipleship partners. And so we'll talk about a few different things of how we teach our students. Um, but one of the things is Wednesday nights. Um, you know, we, we have Wednesday nights and we specifically set them up um, like a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we worship. Uh, we we pray. Um, one of our uh, things at Colonial Heights is that we talk about the unreached a lot. And so uh, we pray for a specific unreached people group um, every week, or we pray for a country um, mm-hmm. that is on the stratus index of, you know, mo- hardest to reach. Sure. Um, so we either pray for the persecuted Christians or we'll pray for an unreached people group every week. Um, and a student leads that, sure. leads that prayer, and then they pray in groups. Um, and then we teach. Um, sometimes we teach together in middle school and high school. Um, a lot of times we split them up um, sixth through eighth and then ninth through twelfth. Yeah. Um, and so I'll do high school, Methel will do middle school. And so, yeah, I want to want to interrupt. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, if I'm a, if I'm a youth minister at a, uh, with with twenty students, that relational piece can be man uh, manageable. You mentioned you know there's there's more students here, so it's a little bit harder to to manage on your own. But but think about also uh, what about well maybe this is a different conversation, but it's almost like the the teaching itself, right? What does that, I think about the guy who we would say, oh man, he's a good disciple now speaker, or he's a good uh, camp speaker because he knows how to speak to students. Mm-hmm. So if I'm that youth minister of whether it's 20 or 50 mm-hmm. or whatever, and I've got the relationship piece in place, but I want to think about how do I, what are some things I need to do different? Is there anything I need to do different in being able to communicate to the middle schooler uh, or to the high schooler that would engage their mind. Yeah, there's definitely a few things, and then I'll I'll pass it over to Nathan. Um, you know, on a specific Wednesday night, I, I don't get up there and, and preach mm. um, like on a Sunday morning. Uh, it's more of a teaching. Okay, we ask questions. Um, you know, we get them to read the scripture, um, get them involved instead of just sitting there because mm-hmm. um, they sit in school all day and listen to a teacher all day. Right. They don't want to sit another hour and listen to somebody else talk. And so, yes, we teach them, you know, one of the main things is identity, especially in middle school and even in high school, we talk about identity a lot. And that's a big thing in our world today is identity sure. and who we are. And so, uh, but one of the main things is asking them questions, getting them involved you know, I always mention, okay, what did we learn last week? Mm. And bring that back into, yep. okay, because we we teach um, most of the time, sometimes we do topical stuff, but most of the time we are teaching a book at a time. Mm-hmm. Of uh, the Bible. Of the Bible, right? yes, yes. Um, that that sounded... is key. Yes, <laughs> yeah, no, we teach uh, a worldview book. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we teach the Bible, um, and so right now we're in Acts, okay. um, and we've been walking through Acts all semester. Um, and so... We built off the last chapter and said, okay, what did we learn last chapter? What were the key elements that we talked mm-hmm. about? And getting the students to like re- think about, okay, what did we learn last week? And then we say, okay, now we're going to transition into these specific verses that we're mm-hmm. talking about. Like last week we talked about um, godly uh, friendships mm-hmm. uh, and what that looks like and how to be a, a friend that is a godly influence mm-hmm. for the other friends. And so, mm-hmm. I think just first off, just I want to second what Ford said at the beginning is that mm-hmm. If these kids can't trust you, they're not going to listen to anything you have yeah, to say. You sure. can have the most 
fun analogy and really go through the word well and make it fun, but they're not going to care what you say at all unless you're real with them and they see fake really easy. So, I mean, if you just have a smile and say hey to them but never really build that relationship and ask them questions Mm -hmm. that go a little deeper about their life, um, they're not really going to care. And I've seen that even just in the past year, like once we have the camp or like the mission trip Mm -hmm. and spring break, which that's just a time where, hey, I'm with them for a week. They're kind of stuck with me. So have just seen a lot more kids open up and just see a lot of growth, which has been encouraging. So it's just, I think that's a really important thing that I think it's worth even reiterating. So that's why I wanted to bring that up again. But then um, in teaching students specifically, again, trying to be real, I try to share stuff from my life. Mm -hmm. I try to let them say, hey, here's something I'm struggling with, that this passage of scripture that we're going through Mm -hmm. challenged me personally. Mm -hmm. So maybe y'all should like look at that and see if that challenges you. I tell them stories about when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, things I walked through. And I think that is just helpful because it's like, okay, like that's a real story. That's not trying to set some impossible standard, but letting them know real life happens sin happens, but, uh, you know, we're growing, trying to be better and, uh, become more sanctified through life. And a big thing that I try to do is I have a group of guys that I meet with that, um, pour into me, hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. And I try to bring up, Hey, we were meeting this week and, um, it's almost like they're also hearing you are being discipled. Absolutely. Just to let them know. Cause I try to even talking about godly friendships, Mm -hmm. like I try to just pour into them how important that is. Cause it's like, a thing that everyone always says is you become the pe- five closest people yeah. that you have in your life. And like, I try to tell them, like, think about those five yeah. people that are, are surrounding you. Sure. Are those the kind of people that you want to look like? Mm-hmm. Are those people that are maybe leading you the wrong way? So try to make them think through some of these things. And another thing I think specifically in middle school is they come to middle school prepared very well. Our children's ministry does a great job mm-hmm. preparing them for that, especially in fifth grade doing priority where they really learn what it means to study scripture and things Mm -hmm. like that. So when they come there, I try to challenge them, take that next step. Mm -hmm. Like you're in students now, we're not going to, you know, just feed you all the way along. Like you have to take some next steps and really grow. So trying to challenge them to be like, Hey, let's grow up. Let's like mature and let's own our faith because it's not our parents' faith. It's not your small group teacher's faith. It's yours. So you have to start really owning it and doing some stuff on your own. So just challenging them in that. With you guys, um, there's a variety of like teaching methods, uh, different kinds of stuff. Uh, Neither of you guys were like education majors, right? So it's not like you went through that process of Mm -hmm. learning all of that. But um, I've, I've seen in both of you and heard even from, you know, my daughter who's, who's been in that weekly versus me who pops in and out. Um, but there are things that you guys do sometimes where it might be, okay, this week we're going to break up into small groups so you can discuss it. This week mm-hmm. we're going to um, uh, may, maybe even in the same time we're going to sing a song and then we're going to break up and have the prayer for the nations and then we're going to come back. It seems like with students – there is, uh, and maybe even more so with middle schoolers and high schoolers, there's a little bit more uh, movement, if that's the word, whether it's mm-hmm. literal movement, like break up and come back and break up again or whatever, or it's almost like mental movement, if that makes sense, where it's like I'm 
I'm just sitting and listening. I'm answering a question. I'm praying. I'm reading. Would that be accurate that you see more of that with student ministry or you, you see that being more effective? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our middle school move around more than our high schoolers do. Um, you know, when Nathan gets them with just the middle school, they mm-hmm. do small groups, they do that kind of stuff. On Sundays, we have a master teacher in middle school and mm-hmm. high school, and then we split up into small groups, um, grade level, gender-specific, yeah. um, and they talk about life and the lesson of that week. And sure. so mm-hmm. there are times, uh, you know, where we break them off into even smaller um, sections. But when you're talking about teaching as a whole mm-hmm. on, like, a Wednesday night, yes. Like, having time to, like, split up and talk about a certain topic or what's been going on mm-hmm. specifically in their lives because a lot of times students aren't going to open up uh, like that in a large group. Um, and so one of the things that's been really good for us, um, we have uh, student leadership. And so our student leaders, um, they have there's levels that mm-hmm. they go through each year. Um, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, our third level, they have to um, tell their testimony mm-hmm. uh, in front of the student ministry. Um, and a lot of them have been very vulnerable and yeah. open about their mm-hmm. struggles and what's been going on in their life and how the Lord has saved them, um, you know, and how they're walking through that struggle uh, and how the Lord's like come alongside them. And that's helped other students open up. And I think a lot of that um, is because in student ministry, if you just do Sunday and Wednesdays, you're not going to get much out of your student. Right. Your student's not going to grow. They're not going to understand. They're not going to, they're just going to come listen. It's going to be one ear out the other. Mm-hmm. And so what we try to do, we have uh, discipleship partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at the beginning of the year, and people can, you know, join throughout the year, but at the beginning of the year, we say, hey, if you want to be in a discipleship group, we don't put everybody in one, uh, but if they sign up and mm-hmm. they want to be in one and involved in one, we find them somebody to disciple them. Yeah. And so it's it's usually two students per one mm-hmm. adult um, or college student. Right. Um, and so that's been one of the most yeah. like beneficial mm-hmm. things for our student ministry. Right. Um, if we're talking about teaching students, um, getting them in that environment is is pivotal yep. um, in teaching a student. No question. Um, because they're they're way more intentional. Um, they, they have somebody that they can really go to. Um, I think we had a, a little over 60 students involved in discipleship uh, this past mm-hmm. year. And so, you know, not all of our students did it, and that's okay. You know, sure. we're not asking all of them to do it. We wish they would all do right. it. Um, but we're not going to force them to do something sure. they don't want to do. Um, and so I, I think we've gotten the best feedback um, in doing that. So sure. if you're just mm-hmm. planning to teach on a Wednesday and a Sunday, um, you may see fruit. Um, from that. Um, but in our experience, I think the biggest growth in our students has been the ones that have been involved oh, yeah. in the student leadership and have been involved in the discipleship groups. Um, and then they're here on Sundays and Wednesdays and sure. that kind of thing. It's it's really what you put into it. Yep. Um, and that's yeah. with anything. That's yep. not just, you know, right, that's all ages world. too. Yeah, right? that's I mean, all yeah. ages. So, so here's, here's the thing that a couple of things I'm hearing that um, generally it's, it sounds like there are similarities, right? So if, if I'm thinking, okay, uh, relationships matter, well, that's all stages of ministry. And mm-hmm. transparency matters because for them to be able to trust you or even be able to see, okay, the bars is is uh, hittable, so to speak, by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And okay, I can I can live to honor God and I can do those things. And, uh, and uh, that it's not just Sunday, Wednesday, that there is more to the Christian walk than just the times 
And so, so all of those things really are very, uh, I'll use the word universal in the sense that across the board, no matter what age group of ministry, the thing that seems to take the little turn um, is really the, uh, okay, it's not a sit and listen in, in the quote-unquote, even in your regular teaching time, it's not just a sit and listen. There's got to be a, a movement, a do, a something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's helpful. I, I will add this one last thing, and then we'll take a break and come back for another episode. But um, you guys talk about your preaching, teaching through a book. Right now you're in Acts. Uh, for those student ministers listening, it is really important to talk with your lead pastor. We talk about this regularly. I'm I know typically a little far out what I'm, what book of the Bible I'm going to be preaching through. That's also the method I do is most often preaching through a book, or that's what I prefer. And so right now we're in Hebrews. So it, if y'all had started Hebrews six weeks ago, man, that would be overload of Hebrews for your students. Um, I'm going to be in Ephesians this fall. So if it, we have talked about that to know, okay, Maybe we're not going to be in Hebrews or Ephesians right now. Or I, I did Song of Solomon. You know, might not have wanted to do that one anyway. Yeah, hard but, on that. <laughs> no, no. But but I would just say like talk with talk with your pastor. Be in on the same page, particularly because it's not like you have a curriculum you're picking up on on the Wednesday night part. You are developing this, teaching this, and so I would say that to the student ministers out there. Yeah, and and if you're a lead pastor. And, and you don't know what your student pastors are uh, like teaching, you should. Uh, that should be a, a, a relationship that matters. Yeah, I, I, that's a great point. I mean, we have a relationship where we talk on a consistent basis sure, about sure. a lot of different things, oh, yeah. um, not mm-hmm. just teaching. And so that's one thing that's very helpful. And two, you know, we don't want to teach Hebrews before he does because we don't want to, you know, one up you. Yeah, all that what also, it is, right? right? We don't want our students to be like, oh, I've oh, heard boo, this. Really yeah, boo, point. Chad yeah. didn't do it as good. You know, so yeah. we really appreciate help you your out in some of that kind humble of humble help. Well, <laughs> you know, I do. I really do it. I yeah, but I, I do think a lot of times in student ministry, when we're talking about teaching students, student ministers think about it needs to be so much fun and so much energy mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. much like they have to like they're not going to come unless we do this fun giveaway type thing. Yeah, is it good to do that sometimes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot of us as student pastors, we get so focused on the fun instead of uh, what we need to be teaching the students, sure. mm-hmm. right? And so um, sometimes I may, I may go a little too far away from the fun uh, <laughs> on a Wednesday night because I, I want us to be right. diving into the Word. And we do, like, lock-ins and sure. that kind of thing. Um, I mean, Nathan's great at lock-ins. I think they're of the devil. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. you know... My we, back will only hold up sleeping on the floor for so many Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So we do those fun things, but there's a time and a place yeah, for those. absolutely. Um, and yeah, so that's good. And teaching students, that cool. that's helpful. All right, so... Uh, this episode, we'll kind of take a break. If you, uh, if you are a listener and you liked what you hear or th- finding good information about this, just make a review, like it, uh, like do all those kind of things, share it with others that we might be able to. Uh, that, that's a way that it continues to uh, increase those who are learning and growing in this. And so we hope it helps. We'll be right back with another episode. 